Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Happy Veganuary, everybody, and welcome to the Simply Vegan podcast. If you're here for the first time, hello. hello. We're so happy. We're so happy to have you. I'm Holly, and my colleague Molly, I know, silly, silly rhyming names, um, are here <laughs> to see you through the month and beyond. And we hope you'll stick with it because um, going vegan is just, it's just, can actually be so exciting, can't it? It is mad. I worked out the other day. My, I think I've definitely been saying I've been vegan for four years, but it was my three-year anniversary um, on the, I believe it was like the 29th of December. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. Which And it just seems amazing. Like, it's gone so fast, but I remember the meal that I cooked when I first went vegan. It was an aubergine and chickpea curry, and I went to uh, Lidl, and I got all the stuff, and I like bought all of these just like things i was like yeah this is what vegans eat and not things that i wanted to eat it was just like vegan things that i was like yeah i'm gonna love this and i did love it but i just from that time i've just learned that i can cook meals that i loved before yeah yeah there's so many exciting things you can do and so many ways to make things um just like have texture and flavor without oh. using meat aubergine yeah. is quite an unusual one to go straight in for isn't it because like yeah aubergine. I don't know why I did that to myself <laughs> I've only now really started to like play, like cook aubergine okay but oh yeah it was all right it was it was it was fine it kept me vegan <laughs> yeah, exactly it can't have been that bad no So apologies to anyone who was waiting for our podcast at the end of last year. Um, I was struck down with some hideous virus. It wasn't COVID. Uh, Molly had COVID and then I got ill. I had COVID. Um, 
it I think it must have been either like flu or someone said RSV, which is some respiratory thing. Who knows what it was called, but it ended in a chest infection. I was literally in bed for seven days straight. I was crawling to the bathroom, crying. It was just hideous. So I hope I know loads <laughs> of people have had these these things. Yeah. This so I hope um hope you guys at home aren't, aren't suffering or haven't I know. Sort of had your Christmas ruined. When you sent Holly sent me a voice note um to like, the day before we were meant to record and be like, it's just not going to happen this week. I can't even go to the toilet without fainting. <laughs> I literally replied, like, I think you need to go to hospital because you're never (laughs) ill. You are never ill. And to hear you like that, I was like, Jesus Christ, what's happened? I know. I'm still a little bit croaky now. And what's that? Like, that's like over two weeks, two or three weeks. So it's it's mad. Ridiculous. There's just all of these new sort of viruses coming out, isn't it? I think, obviously, new viruses created all the time. But I think because we spent such a long time, you know, separated and isolated and stuff that's now just a harboring going full of new, new germs and all that stuff it's kind yeah. of slightly worrying but I'm so glad that you're feeling better yeah I'm fine now I'm uh yeah I'm ready to go although coming back to work this week has been a little hard. bit hard hard, <laughs> hard. full stop <laughs> really really hard we were just talking about it before we started recording on it it's just such a shock to the system but such a lovely Christmas break yeah. I I would just say to Holly, it feels like because the last two Christmases have been COVID Christmases, they've almost kind of been, although like last year, well, two years ago now, um, it, you know, the the rules did slightly relax, but I think in Wales, um, they were more strict. They were, just like weren't the week they? Before, like the week before Christmas or something like that. So there was still some sort of, um, I was going to say boundaries, not boundaries, but yeah. you know, regulations that you had to follow yeah. or whatever. But this year, it was just total fun. And because I had COVID like start of December, I was like, I can just, I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> I am fine. I'm not going to get it. And I just saw my friends and ate so much food and got really pissed. And oh, oh, it sounds brilliant. I, I, um, I'm usually so busy at Christmas, like seeing friends and family like you. Yeah. Um, and obviously I did see friends and family, but I think because I'd been so poorly and do you know what? Looking back, I knew it was coming. I could I could feel myself pushing my body. I was running, yeah. running at 7 a.m. in the freezing cold. I was doing workouts. I was, you know, working like crazy, dealing with the kids and everything else that life throws at you. And then obviously partying through December because of all birthdays and yeah. you know, everything else. And I could just feel my body kind of going, you've got to stop. And I just yeah. ignored it and kept going because it's like, I, I can't, you know, okay, I can you stop. Can't stop. <laughs> you I think can't stop. Especially, especially in your circumstance, like you had a lot of, you know, you had to look after your kids and stuff like that. Like you can't just be like, oh, kids, just just sort yourself out just, tonight. You yeah, know? just Bob's cook your own sit down. <laughs> Although that is one of my New Year's resolutions. They need to cook more and I need to do less. <laughs> I think that's a good resolution. How they teenagers now one's no. 11 and one's 16 so yes they are perfectly capable of getting together <laughs> and making so some food thank <laughs> <laughs> god they're not babies anymore <laughs> yeah I think I just really needed the the break and actually being having been ill made me just sort of just lie around and watch films and stuff that normal mm. people do because I just don't I do stuff that. like that do you not? No, I just can't yeah. sit still. 
you need to I was, it's quite funny I, I met up with a friend on the weekend um, and she was just like I've already booked my weekend that I'm doing nothing in January so like each month she'll plan a, a weekend <gasps> that she will just do nothing she will oh, that is... it, it may be sort of do nice things like tidy the house or have like a bath or just nice things and then she will just sit on the sofa cook a lovely dinner and just chill I love that. I see. I yeah. just, I just have that when it happens to. Sort yeah, of, I'm the same. I'm the same. Like people go, do you want to do this? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. And yeah, I can imagine you being the same. And then yeah, I am. <laughs> sometimes there'll be months before you have the weekend with no plans. Well, I'll be, I'll have these like moments. Where I'm like, right, I'm going to have a weekend in. I'm going to do it. And then I'll get to six o'clock. I'm like, I'm so bored. <laughs> Let's go out. <laughs> Let's go out. Let's do something. <laughs> Thing is, you're in the middle of Bristol and you're like 20 something, you know, like I'd be out too. Just all that opportunity on your doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> all the money to be spent. True. Yes, very true. Um, well, should we talk a bit about, you know, the January, the new launches that are coming? Obviously, not everyone listening will be... Um, you know, trying vegan for the first time this month. Lots of our listeners have been vegan for years, but it's always exciting. It's always an exciting time of the year, isn't it? Because yeah. there's loads of new products coming out. So what's um, what have you seen launching this month so far? Uh, but, but I think the biggest one, it, I say it's the biggest one. I feel like it's got the most buzz, but I don't think it's actually that great. It's McDonald's has launched a double plant yeah it's essentially like a second patty on top of the burger which i'm pretty sure you could have done anyway probably if you had had just gone in and asked because you can customize it and you can just add another patty in but that seems to be getting people's um that seems to be getting people excited um what else have i seen heinz beans no heinz tomato soup tomato soup tomato soup and Vegan sausage and beans. Yeah. Um, There's a toad in the hole. Yeah. Um, Uh, Burger King are doing, they've teamed up with La Vie, which is a French brand of bacon. mm, Have you seen that? Yeah, Yeah, I've seen that. I thought they were doing, I thought that was pre-Veganuary. Maybe I saw the press release before. Uh, Yeah, I'm sure it's, well, they've been promoting it big for Veganuary anyway. But yeah, yeah, it's like they do the, the plant-based Whopper, which is, um, not vegan because it's cooked on the same grill as uh, the meat burgers, but then mm. they've got like a, a chicken in inverted commas royale with cheese and bacon. I did actually go in and try it the other day um, and they've got offers on it throughout the month, I think, if you like get the Burger King app. But they hadn't cooked the bacon. Because Lavi bacon is really good, but you need really to cook it. They, mm-hmm. It was like they just heated it. So it was just kind of like... I don't know, Warm like ham, like, yes, like play-doh or something, like a bit mushy. And mm-hmm. if you if you fry it up, you don't need any oil because there's oil already in it. It gets that lovely crisp. And in the picture, so crunchy as well. Yes. The V one, I, I've I've said this so many times on the show, but vegan streaky bacon is kind of hit and miss for me. But the V is the best, yeah. in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I've not I've not had it in the Royale. I do love a Royale. That is my little. If I'm out and about, I'm a I'm a bit hungry and I can't see anywhere. Burger that, King, go for that. Yeah, but there was yeah. no um. 
what I like about Burger King is they put a bit of salad in, but there was no salad in the. No, um, no it was just well, cheese did, and bacon. They did that last time when we when we went to London. All those, all those many. Oh, months. that was so fun! <laughs> I had so much fun. But when we went to the um, the Leicester Square uh, take like plant based takeover that they did there, um, they had all these burgers, and it was just like it was just the, as you say, cheese, bacon. And <laughs> and the patty, and it's like I want the crunch. It's I like we're the... vegan. We want the salad. <laughs> the salad is the best bloody bit. I know. It's, <laughs> oh, you need it. You need the sourness. If you've got pickles in it, you need the onion. Oh, you need Definitely. all of those things. Definitely. They are crucial. And in the in the Royale, crisp iceberg lettuce. Oh, I know. Nice. It makes it. Yeah. So it was a bit Literally of a salad, but <laughs> Burger King for tea. <laughs> but I'll t- um, have you seen that a lot of people are kind of boycotting some of the brands? There's been a bit of a buzz about Aldi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say buzz, not in a positive way necessarily, um, because they release so many products for Veganuary, but they yeah. don't keep any of them. So they're just kind of, a lot of people are saying, you know, they're, they're not going to buy them because they jump on the bandwagon, they cash yeah. in on Veganuary, and then they just don't keep any of these products, which must be selling otherwise they wouldn't introduce them all i just have such a like i just don't understand how people i don't know whether it's my local aldi or whether they're just sort of advertising that they are stocking all these products and they're just putting really minimal stock in but every time i go there i can't seem to find like find the new products like they do uh like croissants and pan chocolates and stuff but they did in the summer but when those came out, there was nothing. I couldn't see anything. It was only sort of like the basics, like um, like the mints or the fish fingers, stuff like yeah. that. They, that they have anyway. But when it comes to like the new stuff, as you say, they only tend to stick around for like a month, and then yeah, and then they go, and it's just really frustrating. I get, you know, if you're going to turn over stock or whatever, but at least keep them there for like three months or whatever i know i know it is so frustrating and it it does seem to be hit and miss depending on which store and i think before christmas we were talking about this weren't we about the hunt you know Mm. and it's it's kind of like um exciting on one side of things like oh am i gonna find it is it gonna be there and on the other side of things which i very much experienced being ill before christmas is i just want to say to my mum please can you pick up some you know because she was like what do you need to get ready for Christmas because I hadn't finished my Christmas shopping I was literally lying in bed I was like I need vegan cheese I I was I know it sounds ridiculous but I just wanted it to be nice you know because everyone else is having their cheese boards and I don't think that's ridiculous at all it's it's Christmas at the end of the day well it was Christmas at the end of the day um and yeah I think you're you're allowed your nice bit I know but it was just so difficult and I was trying to get the La Fromagerie um Mm. sort of gift box type selection box um, which was supposed to be in Waitrose. It was supposed to be in my local Waitrose. It, as far as I can tell, it never arrived. Um, and when I started to feel better, I had to travel half an hour to go to um, a different Waitrose to see if they had it. I know this sounds, you know, really silly, and I did no, wear I did people wear do a worse mask. Things. People do worse <laughs> things than this, Holly, at Christmas. Don't worry, you're absolutely fine. I was just like, I need the cheese, and I became obsessed. And I got there, and they had two boxes of it left, mm. and I literally was like, I just got the golden ticket in Willy Wonka. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh. did you buy both? 
No, I didn't. No, uh. but I had. I did also find some um, I am not okay in in the health food shop round the corner. So I ended oh. up spending like nearly fifty quid on bloody cheese. That's fine. You're allowed it, to do that. That's I must. I must admit, I am not okay is still a clear winner in my eyes. Really? Um, yeah. I, I. I. Yeah. I do agree. It is great. Um, I bought the La Marjorie. God, it's so hard for me to say these words. <laughs> um, the La Marjorie Camembert. I think that's what it's called. Oh it? yeah, the Camembert. Yes. And I've not tried it yet because we ended up buying three camembert over Christmas and I'm just a little bit cheesed out, but I'm going to have it this weekend because I don't want it to go to waste because it's so, it's so hard to buy. I know, I know. And it's just, I've heard so many good things about it, so I'm going to have it on the weekend with some it's, crudités it's, and all that stuff. Yeah, nice. It's very realistic. It does have like a proper rind on it. Yeah. Um, to me, it had a slightly maybe bitter aftertaste, which I guess maybe is normal for camembert it is quite, yeah whenever I, I used to have camembert it is tangy yeah but I preferred their other ones they had a um a chive one a smoked one a fig one mm. um the blue was a bit too tangy for me but again that's the yeah. nature of blue cheese isn't it so yeah um but yeah I uh I must admit I'm not okay with the um the black charcoal truffle I just these are the cheeses that if you are new to veganuary and you are dubious about vegan cheese go to these brands they are very very expensive well they're expensive they're probably about five six pounds yeah a pop per sort of like cheese portion or whatever um but but you know you shouldn't be eating this stuff every day anyway so yeah it's just a nice it's not treat. like you're going to be buying loads and loads but if you're just if you want a little treat you're missing that sort of you know craving cheese have this because if you try yeah if you try the supermarket ones first you'll be like me and you'll hate it forever but <laughs> yeah this one has changed my honestly tasty oh god can't stop. i feel like i'm a walking brand <laughs> advert, advert for them sorry <laughs> it's a funny one cheese isn't it i know a lot of people say if you're doing for january and or you know trying out veganism just to maybe avoid cheese altogether and not sort of make cheesy dishes for a while just to sort mm, of like that's a good show you know because it, it is different um but i think with time your taste buds change and then actually when you do have dairy cheese it's so sour yeah it literally tastes like a farmyard it's like ugh. It, yeah, um, it's it's so it, yeah. Your taste buds have changed, and they change really quickly as well. I think it's sort of is it like twenty eight days for you to um, not forget a taste, but to yeah, almost like forget a taste. Like your taste buds change. Oh, that is quick. What other veganuary tips do we have then? I guess I guess veganizing things that you'd normally cook. So yeah, and and thinking about um one one thing I thought of was a lot of people kind of say oh I I stopped being vegan because I was craving xxx so I was craving yeah. protein I was craving meat I was craving fish mm-hmm. and I think <clears throat> just because your body's craving that kind of familiar flavor mm-hmm. um I don't think it necessarily means that you need to go back to what you were previously eating like for example sometimes I'll crave fish but in my in obviously I don't think of it as fish now I know yeah. that it's actually like iodine or sea you know seaweed yeah, yeah yeah 
And um, so I'll I'll have something with with nori, which you can get in Tesco's, the nori sheets. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can make vegan sushi. You can make chickpea tuna with nori wraps blended up in them. Um, so it's thinking of the vegan alternatives, the things that you are craving. And if it's protein, think about what, you know, vegan foods are high in protein, beans, uh, lentils, you know. Tofu, tempeh. Yeah, yeah, tempeh really good. All of those things, I think, as you say, keeping just making a list of things as you say that you're maybe craving and then actually thinking about okay how can I recreate these flavors and if it's you know meat is meat is probably the easiest thing to replace in terms of going from meat to to non-meat and and there are obviously so many supermarket meat replacements that are high in protein but you can also sort of recreate those things uh those tastes sorry with like tofu tempeh you know marinating um getting creative with what you season these things with pressing tofu completely changing the texture freezing it you know there's yeah. just so many things that you can do yeah um, mushrooms oh, mushrooms oh my god do you know what i did the other day uh i went to my local asian supermarket and i bought uh tofu skin I don't know if you've oh, ever tried that. Yes. I've I've but, tried it in the Yo Sushi um packs that mm, they do. And it's yeah. quite sweet, isn't it? So are those I think what you're talking about is it's like stuff, those they're like sushi um stuff with rice, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So like, this it, it's it's literally layers. It's very, very thin. Um and I believe it's the um like the set bit of to of soy yeah. milk, I think. I, I'm not really sure. Um, basically, if you fold it, um, it creates this really, really meaty taste and texture. Um, I did a tofu roll and uh, filled it with carrots, onions, celery, shiitake mushrooms, mm-hmm. uh, seasoned it with like soy sauce, garlic, all of the good things. Um, and then I literally rolled it up like it's kind of Wellington fried it um and then put like a soy and ginger glaze on top oh my gosh it was so good and that it, it really gave that sort of it's like chicken but then also also kind of like duck um yeah wow. really amazing really really amazing where did you Would get recommend. that from? um so you can buy it online um or if you have i've got a really amazing uh asian supermarket i've I got three very close to me. All right, um, showing off now. I know, I know, I know. I know. But yeah, <laughs> if you can support your local Asian supermarkets, I would recommend doing yeah. that because yeah, they've got so many hidden gems and lots of vegan alternatives as well. Like I always go there, and they've got sort of like vegan prawns or I don't know, vegan duck, like things like that. It's just that you wouldn't necessarily think yeah. of. Um, but yeah, because they stock like supermarket um, takeaways and stuff. So yeah, amazing. I need to take a trip to Bristol soon yes, and yes, stock, yes, yes. stock up because I have um, been Googling Asian supermarkets near me and I've I've got there and it's kind of like quite, you know, they're usually quite small and specific. So a lot of like yeah. Indian um, ingredients like poppadoms and all the spices and stuff, which which is great, but I can get those in, you know, I can get those anywhere. It's not, yeah, they don't yeah, seem yeah. to have the like, the more know, niche things exactly like the bao buns or yeah. tofu skin or whatever bao buns are also really easy to make but we oh, won't go into yes. that right now we yes. won't go into that i made those i also made those on the weekend molly everyone else is eating bloody baked beans and you're like oh i just made this tofu skin pocket thing with 
lots of bao buns. The bao buns are so easy to make. There's a recipe on Vegan Food and Living website. Um, and it's, yeah, that is so simple. The dough is so easy. The hardest bit is letting it rise. Yeah, I was actually really surprised because um, Vegan Food and Living magazine, yeah. <laughs> which I obviously work on. <laughs> Um, the next, yeah, the February issue has a bao bun recipe and I was, yeah, shocked. It's like four ingredients. It's so easy. Yeah, it's so, so simple. It's like flour, yeast, water and salt. Have you got to leave it for a long time to rise? Um, you've got to do it in batches. So make the dough, um, uh, and then leave that rise for about, I think it's like 90 minutes. So that's the longest bit that, that proving um but it's the longest and then um once that's done you make them into like the dough and uh, the bao bun molds not molds into the bao bun sorry um and then you leave them rise again for like 30 minutes right so it's just and then you steam so it's 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 yeah it's not difficult it's kind yeah. of fun as well if you've got yeah. like kids or whatever or friends around it's something to do yeah nice and of course if you don't want to make them you can actually find them in tesco or other supermarkets from linda mccartney they do like a kit yeah um, they do with uh all the like it's like uh mock duck or fake duck whatever you want mm-hmm. to call it which is so good like i Those never are great used- you would never know it's not dark. I never used to eat dark. I was always so grossed out by it. Yeah. But this is like, well, it's not dark and it tastes great. And I know. Duck is probably one of the easiest ones. Sort of like duck in the sense of like hoisin duck. Where yeah. It's kind yeah, of crispy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is really, really simple to recreate and so, so delicious. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can't be bothered to make them yourself, you can find them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we are speaking to Derek Sarno um, next. He was our first ever interview on the Simply Vegan podcast over two years ago, and he's our most downloaded guest so I was so excited to talk to him. I mean, not only that, he is the loveliest guy on the planet. I mean, you know, we I think we all want to secretly marry him here at Big <laughs> don't we? I want him to cook. I want him just to cook me so many mushrooms. Like that's <laughs> that's all I want. Yes. Yeah, he's just he's just such a lovely guy. And the things he's done for the vegan movement are just, you know, insane. In- incredible. So we were super excited to get him back on the podcast. Yeah, so be sure to stick around for that. And just quickly before we go, um, a big shout out to all our patrons who have signed up over the last few months. You can head to patreon.com forward slash simply vegan to join us from just two pounds a month. You get loads of uh, free downloads, exclusive content. Um, we had a really good Christmas party in December with um, with our patrons, which on Zoom, which was really good fun. Um, and we've got lots more in the pipeline. We've got um, bonus episodes and um, more lives. So it's a great way to connect with um, other vegans and um, our little simply vegan community. Lasagna al forno, aubergine parmigiana ravioli, penne carbonara, arrabbiata pizza, authentic Italian food. Oh, and guess what? It's all vegan. White Rabbit, the Italian food brand with a twist, have been creating truly authentic Italian dishes for years. So they know a thing or two about replicating those traditional Italian dishes with a vegan flair. White Rabbit is available in Sainsbury's, Waitrose, Ocado and Co-op. Head to your local supermarket today. 
Well, for many of you, uh, Derek Sane will need no introduction. But for those of you who are new to the plant-based world, he's a chef and co-founder of Wicked Kitchen. He's also executive chef and director of plant-based innovation at Tesco. Um, He's also a Jedi master at making meaty meals (laughs) with mushrooms and just a very, very nice guy. How are you, Derek? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. For <laughs> How are you doing, Holly? It's good, to, good to see you and talk to you again. Really good to see you. Um, we were just saying off camera um how you were you were kind of the first person to have on the Simply Vegan podcast. And that was two years Amazing. ago, over two years ago. Um Amazing. and uh, I think it was during lockdown. I had no idea what I was doing. And um <laughs> I really did not do you justice at all with my interviewing skills. So I'm really excited to be able to uh, chat to you again. And hopefully I know what I'm doing now. Oh, good. That'll make two of us. So hopefully I know what I'm doing as well. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, annoyingly, you're still the most downloaded um, episode that we've had in two years. So uh, people stop listening to that episode now. Listen to this one instead. It's probably my, it's probably because they're making fun of my voice that people just want that. Oh, no, not at all. We love your accent. Um, So, I mean, what have you been up to over the last couple of years? The last couple of years has been, it's been pretty busy. You know, we've been, we've been really driving as far as Tesco and Wicked, just really driving the plant-based agenda as far as what, you know, I want people to eat more plants, more veggies. And we've been doing that. And then. I, I know you've probably noticed, but since we've launched, we know it's our five-year anniversary in January. Happy so anniversary. Thank you. I'm super excited about that. And what we've seen the country go from like when I couldn't eat anything in the stores, you know, but a falafel wrap, to now <laughs> everywhere you go, you can find something vegan. I think that's a pretty amazing accomplishment. And I do feel like the UK is far ahead of most countries, if not all of them. Really? Because, yeah, as far as like being condensed and like to be able to go find an option anywhere you walk in any restaurant around here and the retailers offerings are amazing. I'm not saying other retailers and countries aren't doing a good job, but this is the most condensed that I've seen anywhere. And I've been traveling quite a bit the last three months anyways. Yeah. Oh, that's so good to hear. I mean, you've, yeah. you know, you've driven that. I think, you know, once Tesco kind of really sort of went for it with all the plant-based food that you know everyone has else had to sort of jump on board didn't they and and kind yeah. of step up to the mark so and that's how we grow to mainstream right which drive that competition which i think we've done very well exactly so you said you've been traveling for the last three months did you take a bit of time out i did i took a little bit of a sabbatical or more like a you know after covid you know everybody was stuck in the house everybody doing this and you know i'm no exception I just needed to, I needed to continue to learn. I feel like I've been just um, in a spot where I've just been teaching and showing and sharing my ideas where I haven't, I've been all output and I kind of need to feed my own soul and what I, what I believe in, what I want to learn. And I just continue. I love cooking and I want to deep dive more into regional cuisines and cultures. And instead of so many broad strokes that I feel like I've I want to get down to the nitty gritty of like what regions are doing. Yeah. You know, that, that excites me. I like being excited when I'm, when I'm excited and passionate is when things get, get, get done. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you need to kind of keep motivated, don't you? Especially, you know, when you've been working as hard as you have for the last few years. <laughs> I mean, what what did you kind of pick up then on your travels? What are the sign of some of the um, you know, the regional dishes that you sort of excited you? Yeah, so I went to I went to Nepal for three weeks, and I was there to speak for uh, their first ever vegan conference, and I also got to teach some of the hotel chefs in the country, and then also monastery chefs, which are near and dear to me because I used to live in a Tibetan Buddhist monastery for a few years. So it was really amazing to go and to teach them all about how to cook mushrooms and certain veg and how to increase more plant-based items onto their menus. Um, So that was really cool. But then I went and I learned just by being there, you know, whenever you're teaching, you're always getting something out of that as well. But I went from there to Chiang Mai, Thailand, and worked with an amazing chef up in the mountains and took a whole week to just learn really our, what are they, our aristocratic regional cuisine and why they even like make curries, you know, and like all these amazing like curry paste, just how to make them on my own. And then also what like under paste mean and underlaying and driving flavors in throughout the whole process, not just whipping it up together, but there's reasons why things are made particular ways. Right, and that just fascinates me. Sorry, my mouth is watering because that Thai food is so amazing. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> <laughs> All those flavors and spices. I mean, presumably a lot of that is plant based anyway. A lot of it's plant based, anyways. But there are a lot of you know, uh, Asian inspired meals are are much more. They treat animal products as a condiment, which I think is better than being the focus of the dish. You know, it's like just a small percentage of it to use because the you know, a lot of it has to do with availability, you know, traveling with it, you know, an old school, like aristocratic food is, you know, what they didn't have refrigeration back then. So bringing, you know, they did a lot of fermenting fish sauces and a lot of things, which I need to come up with different ways. And I've been just learning how to just veganize things. Yeah. And just continue. It's, it's always, it's a continuous learning process. It's always educating, you know. What's a good substitute for fish sauce then? It's kind of like sauce uh, sauce with fish in, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you learn how fish sauce is made, it's pretty disgusting. You know, they really just well, they it's not, I don't think it's a very pretty process where they take fish and just let them ferment. Ew, no. Let them sit for a long time. But it but the flavor, and I understand why though, because the, the flavor is so umami and it's so different, and it's that funk and it's that that extra thing that really throws it over the over the edge as far as amazingness goes so it's like how do you reproduce something like that well you know i would take soy sauce in my own mind i'm taking like soy sauce and maybe like a dried mushroom and combining those kind of flavors to create to recreate something you're never going to get the exact but we can come we can come close and i'm happy with that yeah I knew you were going to say mushrooms. I just knew it. <laughs> yeah, well, they offer that umami flavor that's just natural. They are. Yeah, yeah. I bloody love mushrooms. So, I mean, did you ever imagine just sort of coming back to the present and looking back at, you know, like you said, it's five years of Wicked Kitchen. Did you ever imagine that you'd make so much progress and sort of make such a difference in in that time? No, I don't. No, no, no. I don't think anybody ever can think ahead like that. I just super passionate, like most vegans, I just super passionate about helping people not eat so many animals and just, you know, how I want to do it is more of a pro instead of a con. You know, I'm, I'm always like, look, if we can put delicious food in front of you, there's no excuse. So if, 
And sometimes I detract from that and I get into the whole, you know, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do this. But when you tell people they shouldn't do something, it doesn't, for me, in my own mind, I don't care. It doesn't make me not want to do it. Yeah. (laughs) It's the smartest thing. You know, I, yes, my mom told me to go to bed early because I could have a good night's sleep, but that didn't mean (laughs) I wanted to do it because, you know, and sometimes you, you go against the grain just out of spite. Yeah. So how do we really move the dial forward in a positive aspect? You know, I'm, I do this for the animals, you know, I'll be super clear about that. I don't want any more suffering. We talked about that in the first podcast that we did. I, you know, it's really near and dear to my heart, my heart. I don't want any animals to suffer. I don't want to kill animals, but how do we get that across to people? And that's more so they'll listen to positivity and they'll always believe in good food. Yeah. The taste buds at the end of the day, if it tastes good, it's much easier to switch and there's no excuses for it, you know. Definitely. Yeah. It's the psychology of it, isn't it? It fascinates me because, yeah, like you say, you know, if you tell someone to do something, if you tell them to change, then they're kind of, you know, less likely to, to. Yeah. Yeah. It's super fascinating, like you said, but it's also super frustrating. Because sometimes I don't have it in me to be positive about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, hey, I just want it to fucking stop. But then we gotta, <laughs> I just got to go, you know, take a nap or do whatever to think, go sit and meditate, whatever. And I just got to yeah. bring myself back into it. But I, I do fall, I find myself falling back into that. Like, I need to tell people what to do often, which I shouldn't. It, yeah, I think a lot of us vegans do that. And I'm sure our listeners will fully relate. I watch a lot of the animal... Uh, documentaries yeah and i feel like i owe it to the animals to watch that even though i know what happens to them all the time and yeah. most meetings if you're not gonna you know you're either in the mood to watch that or not you're not gonna just sit there and watch it but if you're doing it so it's like preaching to our own selves yeah to our, into the vegan thing which you know does that whole are you vegan enough thing and i'm just like god damn sorry to say that it's just <laughs> it's more like how how do we just move the dial forward by leading by example and that's what i really try to do and that's what wicked tries to do and yeah yeah i mean i was going to ask you what you think kind of is next for the vegan movement do you think it's about yeah just moving continuing to move away from that kind of preachy label that us vegans (laughs) have had in the past and just to kind of you know be more accepting and encourage um flexitarianism things like that Yeah, I think the longer, we're never going to get away from being preachy vegans. Even myself, I'll do it sometimes. (laughs) But we're never going to get away from that. And I'll tell you one of the reasons why is because new vegans who come in and their eyes are opened and all of a sudden you're like, I'm not eating animals anymore. They need to be like, they they need individually to be like, oh my God, I see it. Now, why isn't everybody else doing it? It's that excitement and that passion that we want to harness. Whereas, uh, you know, I've only been vegan for, I've come on on seven years now. But you see that kind of wane a little bit of like, oh, I don't need to just be in somebody's face. I can subtly do this and make just as much impact and difference now. And I think that's the experience vegan. Yeah. You know, so I don't think any, either level is, no level is wrong or right, the best. It's just a matter of like how you come into it. And I still feel firmly believe that the five steps of plant-based or the going plant-based are still the same as the five steps of grief. You meet it with 
denial. You get angry over it. You start to rationalize and say, oh, I can do it once a week. And then you slowly start to accept it. It's the same process as grief because you are actually in letting go of something. Yeah. You're letting go of the way you used to you used to eat and habitual and traditional. And it's just, a, it's, a, it's so interesting. It's so much a mind game. It is. Yeah. I mean, for me, it, it was like an awakening. Like it was the, ex- it, yeah. t- I never really loved food. I never, I'd always pick at the meat and wonder, you know, it's a bit gross and what's that, you know, <laughs> what's yeah. that thing there? And I was never a foodie, whereas as soon as I went plant-based, like overnight, went vegan, um, I was just opened up to this whole new world. And, you know, now I'm constantly mm-hmm. making, you know, smoked salmon in inverted commas out of carrot or, you know, whatever yeah. other things. And I just, yeah, I just love it. Yeah, but, no, I agree. But I think uh, your question about what I think is going to happen, I think We've been doing all these processed meats, uh, processed uh, food, you know, which are great. And it's a great transition. Yeah. So everybody says that word transition. It's a transitional product. Well, what do we transition into? Nobody's really yeah. coming up with that, you know. So I think what's going to happen and what is what I'm seeing happen, you know, even since Wicked launched and like all the bigger brands you have Impossible Beyond and, you know, whatnot, they make amazing products for the time it's for a certain customer who wants to try it and dabble in it and you know the flexitarian but it's not what you transition to Mm -hmm. if i go to a restaurant yes of course i'll order the vegan burger if that's what they have on the menu because it's there but now at home i cook a lot more like heavy veg like lots of vegetables i don't use so many of the meat products i like them i know which ones i like the best and I'll use them once in a while and I'll enjoy them if I go out or if somebody else makes them for me. But I mostly focus on just cooking 100% vegetables, you know, yeah. and veg plants, which I think is amazing. And it just, it makes me feel better. I know I'm not eating junk food. You know, those processed foods need to be treated like animal products and you use them as a condiment and have them occasionally. And you transition transition into a whole foods plant-based diet. I think that's the goal. Yeah. Do you think that, I mean, you see in the media, don't you, about people saying, oh, veganism, you know, isn't healthy because they're all eating all these fake products and processed products and things. Do you think that these concerns are sort of not necessarily by, you know, the Sun newspaper? We're not worried about what they think, but just as, you know, the the vegan community, people worry that new vegans are going to come on board and just be eating all these processed products. Do you think that's that concern is sort of found like... Has any... I, think it's a, uh, I just think it's a bunch of uh, it's a bunch of noise. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. nobody nobody's the guy the person who's going to eat a bunch of like just eat burgers plant based vegan burgers all the time is the same person who's eating fucking shit McDonald's all the time. <laughs> so it's I mean there's always those people right and I think it's a bit of a noise and I do think there's a place for plant based meats and I don't think they're going away. No. But I do believe we do need, you know, everybody, even myself, I just need to eat more vegetables. I'll, but I enjoy cake and I don't have to feel guilty about it because I know I eat a ton of veg. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think that's a bad thing. No, no, I agree. This past year was amazing. I was invited to be the only vegan chef at a at the Hot Luck Festival in Austin, Texas, the barbecue festival. I don't know if you knew that, but I was the only one who was vegan who did the mushroom steaks and and 
just cooked mushrooms for a crowd of meat eaters, which was amazing because they loved it and they were really, it was, they loved it. It was, yeah, fantastic. And for me as a, as a chef, I just want to be around my peers who are cooking amazing food. And that's what it's about is just making amazing food. So I think that's where we get even further. And so for me to be able to work with all these meat eating meat, you know, regular cooking chefs, I don't want to say regular, but you know, <laughs> yeah. cook animal products to open their eyes more and just more and more chefs are doing more and more yeah. uh, plant-based or heavy plant-based, which is amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah. I think, I guess, you know, I guess one day we'll, we'll, you know, we'll start to see more places that are all plant-based, but they won't be shouting about it. They won't be shouting about being vegan. It will just be the norm. Yeah, so exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's what I need to feel comfortable and go out and not feel like you're always on all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I can just live my life as a vegan, which I can do now. You know, it's a choice even for you. We know how to live vegan. We don't have to be out there talking about it, doing things, but it's just like our passion and we want to help change the world. So, yeah. Yeah. um, (laughs) Making me feel all warm inside. Um, Well, we're... (laughs) I feel like I'm talking too much. I'm not a big talker. I don't know why I feel like talking today. No, at all. No, we want to hear from you, Derek. This is good. Um, so, well, we're in Veganuary now, and um, we'll obviously have lots of newbies who were, you know, new, just new to this whole world. I mean, it is a whole whole world, isn't it? That we're sort of yeah. welcome people into for a while and hope that they'll stay. Um, yeah. And for our new listeners, they, you know, they might not know a lot about you. Um, what what is it about mushrooms that you love the most and and can you sort of share some tips like some of the some of the more exotic ones if if um our listeners can head over to your instagram derek sarno and um see what derek does because it's yeah i mean you just make you just make them look like steak don't you oh good yeah i do cook a lot of mushrooms i mean that's not a secret <laughs> yeah and they're more and more, you know, I, I firmly believe in supporting people who want to get into mushroom growing or just mushroom growers and veg farmers. I support all farmers, you know, just like grow more mushrooms. <laughs> That's what yeah. I believe. <laughs> Some of them, they're, they're the best whole food, plant-based uh, meat. I don't want to say alternative or replacement, but like they're the best to have in, instead of animal products. Yeah. Yeah. So for texture and flavor and what you can do with them. So like even grow, you know, order one of these mushroom kits online and you can go, there's a, there's a bunch of companies around here and you just go online, Google, you know, grow a mushroom kit. Um, they'll all pop up, but get one of those, watch them grow, read the directions. It takes less than 10 days and then just cook one of these amazing mushrooms like lion's mane, for example, or brown oyster mushrooms, or, you know, we carry some in Tesco, uh, the, the brown oysters and some of the king oysters. Hopefully they're, they're coming back soon. And just, you know, I'm I'm actually in the middle of editing a video of chicken noodle soup without the chicken using mushrooms. Uh, but it's so good. It's like when I feed that to my meat eating friends, they're just like, this is so good. You know, I could just do this all the time if you could just show me how to, you know. So yeah. I'm like, just want to show them. But as far as tips is just, do, my biggest tip is just do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just buy that mushroom you don't know what to do with. Google it online, look it up on YouTube, check out our channels if you want, and just play. It's a lot of it, a lot of it is playing. Yeah. This is it. There's there's sort of no excuse now, is there? You know, that we've got everything at our fingertips. Like you say, you can just literally Google anything and there it is. It'll there's a video showing you how to do it. 
I mean, there's exactly. so many different health benefits as well, isn't there? Like brain health and like, I mean, I've Absolutely. been sent some mushroom supplements and they're like for like yes. immunity yeah. and focus and all these different things. I, I, it's funny. I have some of the supplements they get sent to me as well. I just, I like to eat them. Mm, yeah, me too. <laughs> um, you know, just like I know if I'm getting a lion's mane, I know what that does. And I'll do a deep dive and like start to study about one mushroom. There's so many things to learn. Yeah. Which is the one that's good for your brain then? Is that the lion's mane? Lion's mane. Yes. Correct. And it almost looks like a brain, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks like a tribble. You ever see Star Trek and they look like those little fuzzy things way back yeah. in the day? <laughs> they're just, yeah they're white and they're big i mean i have plenty of them on my instagram so yeah <laughs> making amazing steaks or crab cakes out or whatever you know they're so good yeah i i need to grow some that that is such a good idea i just didn't think of doing that it's a great pro- i mean if you have kids you can want it's like a good way to l- lose your uh fear of them some yeah. people are scared of oh what is it a fungus this i mean they're amazing I know they're amazing and to learn like watch fantastic fungi on Netflix first and then just like start diving in and they all taste slightly different there's some that I like better than others you know I I prefer brown oyster gray oyster any of the oyster mushrooms are amazing Mm. and then the lion's mane is fantastic I Uh like the exotics more than I like the button and the portobello's just because you know well I think once you've gone over to the exotic side when you come back to your your standard white butter mushrooms you're a bit like (laughs) you're a bit bit vanilla (laughs) vanilla. (laughs) Uh, well i'd i'd love to ask you what comes next for you but i yeah Yeah. we're not can we go down that route we can go down that route i'm just so what's coming next for me (laughs) there'll be a few changes there'll be a few changes coming up that i'll make some announcements i won't say anything right now but I will be diving into more, developing a lot more of uh, the videos and supportive roles so I can support, you know, you and people that want to cook more, just how to do it, you know, from it's, it's great because I see a ton of other people starting to do that on social media channels from beginners who don't know how to cook, showing people like, Hey, it's possible. Look, I don't know how to cook. I can do it to super experienced chefs coming on and doing things. And it's great to have the, the gamut somebody yeah. will resonate with you you know which i think is exciting yeah but yeah we, um food service we're going into food service wicked kitchen is amazing so in the u.s we launched into the target center as our first one supporting the timberwolves the nba so the national basketball association in america right and then now we're just expanding that more and then you'll see some stuff happening in the uk that i can't announce yet but we will be doing some things I swear you did that to me last time. I know, and I'm sorry. I just have like all these things I'm not supposed to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, you know, because there's no PR release about them yet. So I get slapped and <laughs> I get slapped on my hands a lot. Come on, oh. Derek, you can tell us. It's only us. <laughs> <laughs> but, no. You know, we we've launched into Finland. We've lo- just launched into Thailand. We've launched into the U.S. and that's we're just going to grow those channels a lot more and the U.K. Fantastic. So we're just going to go deeper and and more yeah and support chefs you know yeah i'm well, excited we're so happy that you're back in the uk and we look forward to seeing more of you on um doing all your instagram reels and things like that and uh yeah it's just so nice to chat to you i i feel like i feel like you know you're sort of all of our friends and kind of colleague and 
<laughs> I know. Can you can you believe I've been here six years now in Britain? Crazy, crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm coming up to five years vegan. So you've always sort of been on the scene, you know, since I've been vegan. So I think a lot, yeah, a lot of people hold you very dear in their hearts, Derek. Oh, thank you, <laughs> and I appreciate it all. all <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you, and t- yeah, take care. Thank you. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks so much for listening. And if you did enjoy this episode, please, please share on social media, share with your friends so we can spread the vegan message. And also um, don't forget to sign up on patreon.com forward slash simply vegan to help us keep going, keep bringing your favorite vegan podcast to you each and every week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.